Okay, let's get into Parshas Vayishlach, Tavshin Ayin Tess. As we continue here in Sefer Bereshis, and we are transitioning from almost the Shift This week's Parsha we have number 12 uh, born. So we've gone from individuals to Avos, and now we are transitioning from Avos to Shvatim for the next couple of weeks. And then, Hashem, at the end of the Sefer, we go from Shvatim to an Am, and that is what uh, Sefer Shmos uh, takes us takes us into. But the measures, just a little measures to start off the uh, the shear with, a measures that maybe we've quoted in the past, but uh, I don't remember. The measure says, what is the first thing that Yaakov Avinu does when he comes back into, when he comes back into Eretz Yisrael? Comes back into Eretz Yisrael after being away for so many years, the Pasuk tells us that Perek Lamid Dalid, Pasig, Yutes, Vayikin es Chalkas Asadeh, Asher Shamahalo. He buys a plot of a field. He buys a field, he comes back, Shalem Irshem, he buys a field, Miyar Bene Chamaravishem, Bemeaksita, he buys it from Chamaravishem, and that is, uh, before the whole Shem story, but that is the, what does he do? What, that, that's what he does. So the Medrash picks up on the fact that there are in the Torah, three, not in the Torah, uh, in Tanakh, three acquisitions that are made by Jews in Eretz Yisrael. Explicit acquisitions. Right, we have others. Yermio Anavi also is told to write uh, and buy uh, Knusados to uh, give chizik to the Am, that even though they're going into Gullus for 70 years, they're going to come back, even though it looks like a bad investment. But there are three specific areas that we bought. Vayikin Eschal Kazasa, that says the Medrash on this week's parsha. There are three places in Tanakh which we bought fair and square. We paid money. We have it recorded in the Bible. Recorded in the Bible that our forefathers bought it. This is one of them. So therefore, throughout history, none of the nations are able to say, It's stolen. You stole it from us. No, no, no. Avraham bought it. Yaakov bought it. David bought it. What are they? Ve'eluhein, ma'aras ha'machpela, u'beis ha'migdash, u'kfaraso shel Yosef. Those three, ma'aras ha'machpela, parshas ha'yesara, t'chsev ha'yishma Avraham el Ephron, ba'yishkol Avraham el Ephron, right, 400 shekel kesef, 400, number one, number two, beis ha'migdash, t'chsev, Vaitin David la Arnon, different uh, versions. Aravna Yevusi Arnon, Bemakum Vachulu, David Amelak buys the plot of land for the base of Migdash, Ukfaraso Shell, and the Shell Yosef in this week's parsha, Shem where Yosef is where Yosef is uh, is buried. So it's fascinating. The Major says the three places that the Umos Haolam can't say a word to us. And those, obviously, as we know, those are three of the most controversial and argued upon places in the entire world, let alone Eretz Yisrael. Maras and Machpelah in Hebron, Harabayas, Shechem, not as much, aren't too many Jews living there, but, um, Bez Hashem, Heri Yibana, Heri Yibana Eretz Yisrael, and Jews should, we should, uh, live in, uh, every, every inch. But, uh, again, that is the Medrash that we say there are three places. So again, they're not gonna listen to us, but it's for us to know. It's for every Jew to know that the, there is a special connection to these three spots, Hebron, Yerushalayim, and to Shechem. Somewhere later on in history, much later on, there became another phrase that spoke about the four holy cities. So taking out Shechem and putting in Tveria and Tzvat. 
but again, that is much later. That is not um, that is not in the midrashim, the early midrashim from the Tanaim, and that is uh, the medrash here. Also, cannot mention the Eben Ezra. What's, what was so crucial? What was so crucial about Yaakov Avinu? The first thing he did, uh, he came back to Eretz Yisrael after so many years. What's the first thing he does? He buys a plot of land. Says the Eben Ezra. We did this years ago, but I'll just mention it again. The Eben Ezra says, "Vayiken chalkas asada." There is a tremendous mile in Eretz Yisrael. Whoever has a chelak in Eretz Yisrael has a chelak in Olam Abba. And as if you have a portion right now, right now in Olam Abba, that is the Eben Ezra in this week's Parsha. So that's the Medrash. Okay, now let's get back to the beginning of the Parsha. At the end of last week's parsha, we spoke a little bit about this last week also. At the end of last week's parsha, beginning of this week's parsha, there are a lot of angels, a lot of malachim. There aren't malachim really in the rest of the Torah. Not too many. Not too many that play a role, right? There, are, every sefer in in the Torah has its own uh, nature and essence and and way of speaking. Vayikra has a vayikra way of speaking, right? Torah's koanim. It's very dry and laws. And Rashi in his commentary reflects. What the Sefer is about, right? Vayikra. Rashi doesn't quote too many Medrash Agada on Vayikra, but Bracious, Bracious is so rich and, and story and Agadic, and and there are there are dreams in Sefer Bracious, and there are no dreams in the entire rest of the Torah. There are a lot of dreams in Sefer Bracious. It's a it's a Sefer of dreams, the Sefer of building and of dreams, and it's also a Sefer that there are a lot of Malachim. Avram Avinu meets Malachim. Last week, Yaakov Avinu sees Malachim. At the end of the parsha, again, he meets Malachim. Or was the, what was the end of last week's parsha? And what happens now? Yaakov sends Malachim. Yaakov's having a lot of Malachim. He saw Malachim at the beginning of Ayetzeh. He saw Malachim at the end of Ayetzeh. And now he's sending Malachim to Esav. And Rashi, as we know, quotes the two days. Are these the same kind of malachim that we have just been talking about? Rashi quotes, what does malachim mean? Malachim amish. Malachim amish. So Rashi wants to emphasize to us, again, different days in the Mepharshim. But Rashi says malachim amish, they're real malachim. And later on, uh, Rashi tells us about the meeting. Vayishlach Yaakov, though, malachim lefanav. Malachim amish. If we look in the Divri Mordechai, or Mordechai Eliyahu, he has a thought which is expanding upon the Arachayim HaKadosh. Starts off with the Arachayim, but I gave it to you through the Divrei Mordechai because he expands upon it. Bal Arachayim HaKadosh, Be'er, Shatam sheYakov Avinu hishtamish b'malachei Elyon, v'lo b'misharsim b'nei Adam. Why did Yaakov Avinu use Malachi Elyon? Why did he use these Malachim Amish to send to Esav? You don't want to just send messengers? Okay, the Arachayim, he wants to scare Esav. He wants to make sure that Esav knows who he is and who he's messing with. Right, that's Yaakov Avinu. But then, Odbi'er. But then he explains, and maybe we know this intuitively, at least some of this, but explains the Arachayim and the different Mordechai expanding. There are really two time, two categories of malachim, two categories of malachim that one would that one would uh, would have. What kinds of malachim? What categories? Yesh malachim shenivru b'sheishes There is one type of malachim that we know from sheishes meibreishes. Hashem created malachim on day two. 
We know Rashi quotes on Hashem uh, Yom Echad, right, in Bracious. Why Echad? One of the reasons because Hashem was uh, alone. There were not even any Malachim created. So one type of Malachim that were created during Maise Bracious. And those are all the ones that we've heard of, Michael and Gavriel and Uriel, all the Malachim that have jobs, as Hashem will get to a little bit later. Mehem Malachai Chavala, sometimes they're destructive angels that Hashem has to send that from time to time. Or angels that were, I'm translating that as angels, even though Malachim doesn't really have a translation. That's how we usually translate it. Uh, but either way, Malachim that were created for a certain shlichus. Right, we know the Gemara in Shabbos. Right, what is the source of Shalom Aleichem? Right, every Friday night, Malachim accompany us home, and if the table is set, and the candles are lit, and everything is neat and wonderful, the Malachim say, ah, oh, Yehirat Zon, it should be this way next Shabbos. And the opposite. So those are Malachim that were all created in the beginning of creation. Malachim Yashari Salalu Nishluchu Nishlachim Yachadish Baruchu Bekalar of Shabbos Lerosim Shulchanosh Adam Aruch Omitasim Mutsas V'yemkein, and they give us a brachim. Baruch Anosho Shiyizka Lahamshichu Lachabed Esa and we talk to them. They serve in front of Hashem. That's one whole category of Malachim. And he quotes in parentheses about what about Tzayshem Shalom. We've quoted a discussion about that in the past. You know, why do we want them to leave? Maybe it means just when you leave. We don't know when you're going to leave. You're invisible. So, you know, whenever you leave, have a Tzayshem Shalom, Or maybe they should leave because we're having Yichud with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Different Shadim we've given in the past. But either way, that's category one of Malachim. Category that Hashem created during my Sabratius. And they serve a very, a certain function. But then there's another type of Malachim. Ones that we create. Ones that do not exist until until we make them exist. And that's Mufurisha Mishnah in Pirkei Avos. From everything that we do, we create Malachim. We create defense attorneys, so to speak. In Shamayim. Kedevra Mishnah Ba'avos, like the Mishnah says in Perki Avos, or Beliezer ben Yaakov Omer. Ha'osem mitzvah achas konelo praklet echad. Beliezer ben Yaakov Omer. Konelo kateger echad. Lufi godela mitzvah verovat sar bishtadlusa. The greater the mitzvah, the more pain and effort we put into it. Kahi malas ha malach shenivrimena. That's the level of the malach. Right? We know there are different levels of malachim. The Rambam, in category one, let's say, of Malachim, and again, there might be different views of what Malachim are, which we don't have time to go into right now, but the Rambam in Hilchas Yisodi Torah, in the second parak, I didn't give it to you, says that there are ten different levels of Malachim. These are the ones that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created, so to speak. Shinu Yishemos HaMalachim Al Shem Ma'alusam, says the Rambam. And what are they? The highest level are the Chayos HaKodesh. We talk all about Malachim and Davening. Ofanim v'chayos hakodesh, chayos hakodesh, and under them are ofanim, er elim, chashmalim. Right, we say for Yechezkel, first couple of prakim, all these are mentioned. Chashmalim, srafim, malachim, Elohim, b'nei Elohim, kruvim, ishim. Right, all of those are levels of malachim, not levels in space, as the Rambam says, but levels we cannot understand. We can't fully understand. What does it mean, levels? If it's not higher, it's higher in quality, whatever that means. But says the Divrei Mordechai, it's the same with our malachim. The more effort we put in, and the more we push in a mitzvah, so the greater the malach that's created. Ki malachim yitzavalach. Klomer, malachim elu, enabadim, v'ochem elu yitzavah. Yitzavah from the word safsa, the accompany us. 
They accompany us through our lives. So now says Ramurachel Yo. A deeper level. Yaakov Avinu comes back to Eretz Yisrael. What's that last Pasuk in last week's parsha? He comes and he meets two camps of Malachim. Machanoyim. Kasherbo Yaakov Avinu er, uh, all of Ashalom Bachazarol Eretz Yisrael. Hu roi shnei machanoshem Malachim. Vigashem akum ahu machanoyim. Suggest the B'divri Mordechai. It's the Malachim from Hashem. Malachim Eretz Yisrael. Malachim Chutzfaretz. And the Malachim that he's taken with him. Yaakov says, Ah, oh, my Malachim are meeting Hashem's Malachim. That's Machanoyim. That's Malachi Ashari Shinivru Barisa Brias Haolam. That's a Malachim Shinivru Mea Mitzvah Asa, right? Tayag Mitzvah Shamarti. Imlavangarti. The Malachim that are here. So it gives him confidence in meeting Esav. All of a sudden he has a, he has a heavenly vision of the Malachim that accompany, and we know the, the Shulchan Aruch, as we'll see soon, uh, that they used to be much more aware. But Yaakov Inu says, oh, now I could go. That was his, his, Gushpanka from Hashem that everything's going to be okay. Right, now I could go, and he sends some of them to Esav. Malachim Mamish. Because he's showing Esav, you know, these are the Malachim that I created with my actions. And then he even says, his Bira Mepharshim, beautifully, uh, very creatively, the Lashem by the Akedah. What did he say by the Akedah? When the Malach Hashem told him to stop and not do it, the Pazik says, Atayadati, Kire Lukimata, I now know that you are Yerelokim, Velochasach and you didn't hold back your son, Mimeni, from me. So Pashtun says he's talking in the name of Hashem, and he's saying you didn't hold back your son from me. But maybe he suggests that Devei Mordechai, in the name of the various Mepharshim, put the comma right before the word Mimeni. I know you did it, I know you're, you're amazing, why? Mimeni, from the fact that I have been created. I'm the Malach that was created, Ki'ilu, you did the Akedah. So I know you were ready to do it, and it's, if, it's as if you did it. Right? What does Chazal always say? The Afaro Shal Yitzchak, the ashes are sitting in front of Hashem. What ashes? He didn't burn him, he didn't kill him. Ki'ilu, because he was ready to do it. So the Malach that was talking to him was the Malach that was created right when he lifted up the knife and he was ready to do it. The Malach says, don't do it. I know you'll, you're, you're a servant. Me many from my existence. From the fact that I now exist. I'm Allah Malach, and in Nivresi, me mitzvah zakedash, akadah, bincha yitzchak, the mitzvah zashem. And the Malach says, me many is takel alai. Right? His takel alai, and in that way, you are, you are shali. What's the message for us? It's a nice vart. The message for us says the, 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 Mordechai, Reb Mordechai Eliyahu, we have to realize that we are so, such unbelievable beings. We have the power. We have the power to create malachim. There are malachim always around us and protecting us and, 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 and holding our hands, right? In the, in the, in the years ago, they used to say different tfilos, right? He quotes it from in the Shulchan Aruch and Simon Gimel. They used to say a tfilo when they went into the bathroom, you know, wait here for me, I'll be back soon, right? I'm just going to the bathroom and now we don't say that anymore. And he quotes from one of the Rebbes, he quotes, does he quote from the Benish Chai? Because the Benish Chai, that on Yom Kippur, maybe we should say it. Because that's when we're, we're in the world of Malachim. Okay, the Minnaka is not to. But again, yeah, maybe, maybe the Minnaka of the Benish Chai, you know, is, uh, is to say it. But either way, this is, this is, uh, the message. That's what he ends off at the end of Source 3. Yedaha Adam ki Rama Mala. So we have to realize how great is our Mala. Ki Malachim Alavanoso. Angels accompany us. Malachim. Ve Yada es Hashem bechol durachav. Hashem yisava Malachi hamitzvos. Okay, moving right along. So Yaakov Avinu, he comes back, 
after getting ready for to meet Esav, and he's very nervous. And the Pasuk says, right at the beginning, again, and he says to HaKadosh Baruch says to HaKadosh Baruch Yaakov, Elokei Avraham, Elokei the God of my father Avraham, not really his father, really his grandfather, but okay, Avi Avraham, Elokei Avi Yitzchak, you allowed to say your father's name? Post can discuss it. Maybe as long as you give the title Avi Mori. Here he's saying, he's saying his father's name. Elokei Avi Avraham, Elokei Avi Yitzchak, Hashem HaOmer Eli, Shuv LaArtzachal, Molatzachal, Vitiv Yimach, go back and I'll make it good for you. Katonti Mikol HaChasadim, Mikol Emes, I am very small. Pashtus, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve all your kindness, Hashem. Right? Katonti, I'm nothing. Right? We mentioned years ago the Vilna Gon on this Pasuk. Right? Katonti, the Gemara says in Mesecha Sota that we shouldn't be Baalei Gaiva. We can't have any, you know, think too much of ourselves. Only a Shminis Sheba Shminis. One sixty-fourth of, of any tiny little bit of Gaiva. So what Shminis Sheba Shminis? Says the Vilna Gon. Eighth Parsha, eighth Pasuk. Katonti mikala chasadim and mikala emes. Right? Katonti, I'm small. That's how we have to think of ourselves. To recognize that, not to, not to hold ourselves so high. So katonti mikala chasadim mikala emes. Answer of Zevin. Chesed, we understand, can be plural. Katonti mikala chasadim. Hashem, you've done so many chasadim for me. I am so small, I don't deserve it. Umikala emes? What does that mean? From all the emes, how many... MS is there. Mikol ha-MS. Mikol ha-chasadim. Okay. What does it mean, Mikol ha-MS? Rashi. Rashi is very bothered by this. Rashi says, Katoti mikol ha-chasadim. Rashi says, Nismatu zechu yosi al yidea chasadim bo ha-MS shasisimi. You've done MS with me. Lakach ani arrange. So maybe, maybe I've sinned. But then Rashi, Mikol ha-MS. Amitas dvarecha. MS means what you promised me. Because what you promised me is MS. Sheshamartali kol haftani. The MS, Rashi says, means that you fulfilled or you are fulfilling your promises to me. Says of Zevin, maybe there's another idea. Maybe there's another idea. Move on. Yesh chesed gadol v'chesed katan. Yesh chasadim muatim v'chasadim arubim. Avakola MS. Yesh MS shleima v'chati MS. Right, what is this Torah saying? The whole truth? Right, not the half-truth, nothing but the truth. So what, is the, what does the Torah mean by Mikol HaEmes? V'chiyev shalom ar shashtayim kafol shtayim shtayim hu chatsi emes? Har is a sheker gomor, v'lo chatsi emes? So what does it mean? So again, this is relating to the big sugya, which we're not going into now, of Elu ve'elu debriel lekim chayim, multiple truths in the world of Torah. Not for now, but says Rav Zevin, we're not talking about complete versus half. Absolute and relative. Let's explain. There is MS Mukhletas and MS Yachasit. There is absolute truth and relative truth. There are some statements that one could say that is really relative. We spoke about this many years ago. The Chavetz Chaim has a comment, I think, in Shoftim. Ki ha-shochad ya'aver enei chachamim. V'salaf devei tzadikim. Same idea. But anyway, says Rav Zevin, there's, all, there's absolute truth and relative truth. Kol ha-musugim sheba'olam hu yachasim. Most things in this world are relative. 
If I say somebody is rich, do I know that he's rich? It kind of depends who I am. If I'm Bill Gates and I say somebody's rich, I know they're rich. If I am a pauper, a homeless man, and I say somebody's rich, I don't know if that means that they're so rich. So I can say the same words, but it's all relative. Same thing with poor. Same thing with wise. Same thing with handsome. Same thing with any adjective that one would use. Is that MS? It's MS to one person, but it might not be MS to the other person. Depends who's talking. When we say something is big, if we say something is large, there could always be something larger. That's a big box. Okay, what, what, is, what does that mean? What are you comparing it to? Poverty and Ashiras, affluence. Ain Anius Behachlit, Vein Ashiras Behachlit. Depends who's talking. On Yecholimlit Sayer, Lanu Shnean Ashim Adomim, Vishavim Mamash, Vimatavim Achomri. We can have two people who are basically the same tax bracket. Ubekalzos, Al Achan Mehem, No Marshahu Umlal, Vialasheni Humushar. And yet we can say one of them is really down in the dumps, very hard. And the other one is doing great. One of them used to be a multi-billionaire and he lost a lot of money and now he's only, he's making, uh, making ends meet. Oh, he's terrible. He's an umlau. And somebody else who's finally got off the street and started making their own and could pay for their, pay their bills, same tax bracket. Oh, they've made it. They've made it. Same, so same tax, same tax bracket. Are they rich? Are they poor? It all depends on how you look at it. Anudanim raklafia musagim ayachasim. We judge based on relative. So that's in terms of the world. Big, small, large, rich, poor. But says Rav Zevin, the same thing could apply to other adjectives. Even Ruchnius. Somebody's a tzaddik. So what does that mean? That's also not MS in terms of hechletiyut, as he says. Noach ish tzaddik tamim baderosav. Chazal already picked up on that one. Noach was a tzaddik. Noach was a tzaddik. Uberashi, yeshoshim l'shvach, yeshoshim l'gnai. I saw recently, just parenthetically, we mentioned this in our Yecheskel Shiurim. Again, uh, maybe it's, it's not really discussed by the Mepharshim on Noach. Remember this for next year. But Yecheskel, in one of the Prakim, I think it's Perak Yudal, it says, even if there were three great people in a city, they wouldn't save the city of Yerushalayim. And who are the three people that he mentions? Noach, Eov, and Daniel. Those three. What do those three have in common? Okay, the Mepharshim talk about why Dafka those three. They lived through Chorban, personal Chorban, national Chorban. But Noach is the one that's used. If Noach is the one that Yechezkel said, it's hard to say Darshim Lichkliknai. If he's the one that's that's used. Interesting, just end, end parentheses. But something to think about. So says the Latorv Lamoadim. So when somebody says it's Sadik, Biyachas the Dorah Yatzadik, Bidarshal Avram Lonachal Klum, Vish Rasha Yachasi. Also Russia. Right? What what did the Almanase tell you, Navi? Before you were here, I was doing great, but now Hashem sees me next to you, so I'm a Russia. You know, sometimes things are relative. Right? If uh if I if I'm the only one learning in a city and nobody else is learning, I'm great. If I go into the base Fadrish and I'm learning the least, maybe I'm not learning so much. So everything is relative. 
He quotes on line 25. There's a Hiratzon that we said that people say after Tehillim. There's a Bakasha paragraph in Tehillim to say. It's also from the Tefillah on Yom Kippur. But the language that's used, B'nai Yisrael shouldn't need each other or another nation. So he quotes from Relevi Yitzchak Mibratichif. Quotes from Levi Yitzchak. When somebody upstairs is being judged, if somebody upstairs doesn't have as many mitzvahs as they should have, so they'll bring somebody else up who wasn't as good. So then they'll be able to say, oh, well, look at this guy. He's better than him. Hashem will always figure out a way to like give us the... Give us the benefit of the doubt. He'll always find somebody who did less than us. But what if you get to the bottom one? <laughs> what do you get to the bottom one? There's nobody else? Then you bring in other nations. Other nations, they did less mitzvos. They did less. So says of Levi Yitzchak, that's what we daven. We shouldn't need anybody else for Lola Amacher. We shouldn't even need Amacher. We shouldn't need, we should just be absolutely righteous in your eyes, Hashem. We shouldn't need anybody. Shouldn't need anybody. So that's all relative. But there's one thing in life that is hechlet, MS. And that's Hashem's MS, and that's the Torah. That's, there's nothing relative about the truth of the Torah. Right? It's absolute. It's eternal. It's HaKadosh Baruch Hu, like the Chavetz Chaim says, it's the photograph of Hashem. There's nothing more true than that. Nothing true that, more true than that. And he continues... Turning over, turning over in source number five. Lo kenim dini haTorah, kishanu omrim mishpatei Hashem emes tzadku yachtov hakavanahi la emes muchletes emes la amito. Right? We, what do we say after Shema? Shem lokechem emes. We put in emes. Bechulu. So Yaakov Avinu. Let's get back to the pasuk. Katonti mikol hachasadim, but also. He not only was tofes, the olam, on the outside, through all of the years of Taryag Mitzvah Shamarti, he was able to be margish, the koach ha-pnimi shel ha-olam, ha-koach ha-elokiach He saw the ultimate truths. And he says, I'm so small when I katonti, because the chasadim that you did for me, and also the emes that you represent, the Kaddish Baruch The emes that you... Uh, instill and inject into the world, Yaakov says, I also recognize that. Ultimate emes, not just the chasadim that you do for me, but also mikol emes, and there's only one emes, says Rav Zevin, and that's why Yaakov says what he says. Okay. So Yaakov Avinu sends a lot of animals. He sends a lot of animals to Esav. He sends Izim, Tiyashim, Rachelim, Gemalim, Paros, Parim, Asonos, Ayarim, right? Lots of different animals. It says lots of different animals. And then, again, we spoke about this a number of years ago, but this year I gave it to you from Rav Salvechik in source number six. What happens? A little later, he finally meets Esav. He finally meets Esav, and Esav starts asking him things. They have a conversation, and Esav says, you know what, let's go together. Let's go together. Nesav there's a lot going on here behind the scenes and underneath. 
when Yaakov says, no, I, I'm not going to go with you. It's okay. Right? He says it in a nice way. Please, you go. I'll, I'll go myself. Says Rev Salvechik. When he wants to impress Esav, Yaakov sent him everything he had, jewels, goats, ewes, rams. The Jew is willing to give away all his possessions to avoid an edict or an expulsion, to free the head of a community for prison and such like. Throughout history, the Jews have given away a lot of monetary assets in order to be able to live, in order to be able to accomplish what they wanted to accomplish. They were ready to give away all the Gashmias, all the Chulin, all the animals, all the gifts, all the sacrifices, all the tributes which the Jew brought to the lords of Esav during that long night, right, during that Lila. They brought it all. The night is Gullus. All of these presents are symbolic of what we've had to pay over the past thousands of years. All of the tributes, all the extra taxes, all of the, the liables that we had to, to redeem ourselves out of. That's all, and we'll, whatever, we go along with it because that's what we have to do. But when Esau then comes and says, you want to come with me? When Esau comes and doesn't ask us anymore for our physical assets, but asks, uh, asks us for what we represent and our culture and our values, then a Jew stands up and says, sorry, I can't give. Then a Jew stands up and says, Adkan, line 11. But when Esav wanted a gift of Yaakov's sacred objects, the holiness of family life, Shabbos, Kashrus, beliefs and traditions, when Esav demanded that Yaakov compromise his Torah and his way of living, a remarkable transformation occurred within Yaakov. Suddenly, the quiet, unassuming Jew became a hero, full of strength and stubbornness. The crooked back, the lowly, please take, please take, I'm not a, please take everything. The crooked back straightened, the pitiful eyes began to spit fire, and Yaakov refused Esav's request with chutzpah determination. I'll go myself. We don't have to be so together. You can take my stuff, but you can't take me. You can't take my essence. And Yaakov told those who represent him in that dark diaspora night in the kingly palaces of Germany, Poland, Russia, Esau will begin to debate with you, to ask you about your beliefs, hopes, and ideals. He'll propose travel and we will go. His religion and Judaism can easily emerge. All can live together peacefully. Tell him, says Rev Salvechik, that we could cooperate as long as we're dealing with profane matters. Business, politics, science, goats, camels, and mules, pearls and stones. We could, there's a lot that we could combine in. But right when you start talking about Shabbos Kashras and Taras and Mishpacha, you start talking about values, commitments to Hashem, where are you going? To whom do you belong as a spiritual creature? Which holidays do you observe? Then you should begin to speak a different language. No, no, we're different. No, we, we answer to a higher authority. We say with pride, right? I myself, my soul, my heart, my feelings, my hopes belong not to you, but to Judaism. This is what Yaakov announced throughout the generations to all his representatives. And that's what's kept him alive. And that's what's kept him separate throughout all the generations. We need to separate. We need to recognize what we have, our rich heritage. Giving away certain things, that's fine. But there comes a time when we cannot connect and we cannot assimilate the values that define 
that define our religion. Okay. And then Yaakov fights with a Malach. Another Malach on the scene. Again, lots of Malachim in Vayetze and Vayishlach. Yaakov is left alone. Vayivaser Yaakov Lavado. Vayiavik Ishimar Alosa Shachar. He fights him until the morning. Vayarki Lo Yacholo. Vayigabakaf Yerecho. He can't. He can't. He hits him in the leg, in the thigh. Dislocates. Vayomer Shalcheniki Ola Hashachar. Very mysterious psukim. Very mysterious. Again, we've spoken about it over the years. Send me away because the morning has come, says the Malach. Send me away. Rashi, v'tzarach ani lomar shira bayom. I have to go sing shira. Meaning when he's fighting with Yaakov, he can't sing shira. He's not a physical being. Why he can't... What does it mean? Okay. No, not until you give me a bracha. He was just fighting with him. Now he said, no, give me a bracha. What's your name? Yaakov. No longer Yaakov, but Yisrael, as Hashem renames him also later in the parsha. Because you fought with God, you fought with men, and you have succeeded. Again, each phrase here is, is laden with meeting. Yaakov says, okay, What's you, you've just changed my name. What's your name? Vayomer, lama zetishalishmi. Why are you asking me that question? Vayivarech ososham, and he gave him a bracha, whatever that bracha was, right? Lama zetishalishmi. What does that mean? Again, there he's pshatim given. Rashi, ein lanu shame kavua, mishtanin shmosenu, hakol. I don't have a name, says Rashi. The answer is, don't ask me for a name because I don't have a name. My name is based on the shlichus that I'm doing. We know there are surnames, Michal, Gabriel, Rafal, maybe they have the same shlichus for eternity. But Rashi says, don't ask me my name. I don't have a shame kavua. Depends what Hashem wants me to do. Let's expand upon that a little bit. We saw this a couple of years ago, but it's a Yisodistic Sefer HaIkarim, so we'll see it again. Source number seven. Says of Yosef Albo, Vida, two points, says the Sefer HaIkarim. Vida, ki amalachim liyosam nivdalim mechomer v'i'efshar sheyasigum hamikrim. They are not made out of physical form, and it's impossible sheyasigum hamikrim Right, it's impossible that any of the mikrim, any of the events, any of the feelings, any of the emotions that affect people do not affect them. Like jealousy, hatred, and competition. Remember that Gemara in Masech Shabbos, where Moshe Rabbeinu is, is defending the fact that Hashem wants to give the Torah to People, the angels don't want him to give it, so Hashem says, Moshe, hold on to the Kisiyah covenant and give me an answer. Hold on, give them an answer. So Moshe Rabbeinu starts talking to the Malachim. Malachim, lo sirtzach, does that apply to you? Right? Lo sinaf, lo signo, are you jealous? Do you have jealousy? Do you have parents? Keep it up aim. You had a tough week at business, you swore falsely. That's not shayach, that's what he says right here. Right, based on that Gemara. There's no jealousy. Lo sachmod, cannot apply to Malachim. Right? 
Right? They don't have any of these. Their Bechira is always Tov and Yashar in the eyes of Hashem. Right? There's no Bechira Chavshis. There's no free choice. People have free choice. Right? Malachim don't have free choice. They are created for a Tafkid. They are created for a Tafkid. And that is because of that, because they don't have free choice and they are Kaviyachol, with a big Kaviyachol. Kaviyachol, just an extension of God's will. Alkain, that's why sometimes a malach could express and talk as if they're God. Not that they are, but they could talk in a way because they're just extensions. They could say, I. They could say, I. There are many psukim. The malach is talking and yet they talk in the name of God. But without saying, Hashem said... I will make your seed great. The Malach's not doing anything. Hashem's going to make the seed great. I will return. It's cut off a little bit, but it's also directly, it's using words that are directly as if they're Hashem. Turning over. What does the Malach say we just referred to it before, after the Akedah? You didn't hold back your son from me, meaning, meaning Hashem. Gidon says to the Malach, many different shatim, many different psukim that give this message. That's point number one. Point number one, Malachim don't have Bechira. That's why they're allowed to talk in the name of Hashem. Ki'ilu, they're, uh, they're just the mouthpiece. Now we get into Parshas Vayishlach. Vatam b'chozeh ki amalach lo yamre pi Hashem lahachich shlichuso v'lo little sror laatzmo because amalach won't rebel and be mamre pi Hashem to go against. Again, you have to figure out there are certain gemaras. There's a gemara in Chagiga that that give an impression that Matatron, one of the malachim, did something against God's will, but that uh, just has to be explained. But, says the Sefer Yikarim, L'fi shalom nikra malach. Malach liyoso seichel nivdal aval liyos ba mamalachus Hashem. The word malach means messenger. And they are created to do God's work. V'mayamach l'vshlichus alo hayaz malach. By definition, if they don't do what Hashem asked, then they don't exist. They only exist to do Hashem's work that gives them chiyos and existence. And if they don't do Hashem's work, then they don't exist. Said the Sefer Ikarim, That's the conversation happening in our parsha. What's your name? I can't tell you. Why can't I tell you? Because if I say my name, that would give an impression as if there's independence to me. But there is none. I am not independent. I am a pure messenger of Hashem. That's what a malach is. I don't have a name independent of just being a malach Hashem. Lama zetishalishmi. What are you asking me my name? I don't have a name. A name is a machus. A name is an essence. Right? Remember, everything was brought to Adam, and Adam called it names, and it says there, then the Adam saw the essence of the item. Items, this is a table. This is a sefer. This is, those are, the, that's the essence of the items. 
Malachim don't have essence except being a messenger of Hashem. Amra Malach Yaakov, Kisha Amrlo Agidana Shmecha, Lama Zetisha Lishmi. Don't ask. Or the Malach says to Manoach, Lama Zetisha Lishmi Vu Peli. Right? Don't. And all these stories. And therefore that's what a Malach is. A Malach is a being that is created by a Kaddish Baruch Hu and is for a certain purpose. It has no independent status and that is why uh, the the Sefer HaYikaram writes that the Malach didn't want to give an answer to Yaakov Avinu. Lamazeh Tish'al Lishmi. Okay. We continue. Again, there's so much here. Just trying to touch on a number of issues. The difference between Yaakov's Yeshli Kol to Esav's Yeshli Rav, the Klayakar a couple of years ago, right? Yaakov was some Echbechelko, Yeshli Kol. I have all I need. And Esav is Yeshli Rav. So Yaakov comes back and Let's go back to the Pasuk that we started off this year with. He encamped. And he bought a, a portion of, of the field, etc. Right? He was Yichan. What does that mean? Rashi, Erev Shabbos. It was Erev Shabbos and he encamped. He kept Shabbos. But Chazal... Say something more specific. Vayichan is pnei ha'ir. Three words. Yaakov kava tchumin. Yaakov Avinu created the concept of an ear of tchumin. Tchum, 2,000 amos. Different types of tchumin. Some are derabanan, some are daraisa. Maybe they're all derabanan. Maybe they're all derabanan. Machlokas, we've shown him whether there's any concept of uh, tchumin that is, that is uh, daraisa. But even the concept of tchumin, Yaakov kava tchumin. That's what we learned out from this week's parsha. Ask the Meshachachma. Ask the Meshachachma. We know that the Torah, the Gemara tells us, the Mishnah tells us, that the Avos did Kalatarakula. We were Mekayim. Right, the Mishnah at the end of Kiddushin, Kiyim Avram Avinu Kalatarakula. Rashi at the beginning of this week's Parsha, Im Lavan Garti Vitayag Mitzvah Shamarti. Whatever that means, he couldn't have done all Tayag Mitzvahs. He didn't build the base of Migdash. Right, he, didn't, he wasn't the king. He didn't uh, fulfill the mitzvah of not having too many wives and too much money and too many horses. Uh, so whatever it means, he learned about the mitzvahs he couldn't do. But on some level, he kept all the mitzvahs. Chazal say, Yaakov, Avram, Yitzchak, right? Yitzchak by last week's part, two weeks ago, by the brachas. Two, why do you have two? I, I, one, Zecherlach, one was the Pesach, and one was the Chagiga. So we have these chazals by all the avos. And yet, chazal specify two mitzvahs Two mitzvos derabanan that they did. The Gemara in Yuma, Avavinu kept kolatarakula. Yuma chavches amebeis. The Gemara says there, Avavinu kiim kiim. Just read you the line. Kiim kol hatora kiim Avavinu kolatarakula. Shnemar ikav hashem Avram b'koli, etc. Amar Rav Ashi kiim Avavinu afilu eruve tavshilin. When Yanta falls out on Erev Shabbos, we want to be able to cook on Yanta for Shabbos. So we set aside food even beforehand. So it's key that we started cooking for Shabbos already. So that way we're able to cook on Yanta for Shabbos. Erev Tavshilin. Okay, Avram even did that. Ask the Meshachachma, why is Erev Tavshilin 
emphasized in the Gemara by Avram Avinu and by Yaakov Tchumen. Yaakov Kavat Tchumen. Why dafka those mitzvos? It says the Meshachachma ingeniously, those two reflect the derech avodas Hashem of these two avos. Says the Meshachachma, Vatsir Bazeh, source 9. Debeemes, Kimo Shalahachai, Dai Bemazon Meatzomeach, Vahamedaber Nizon Meachai, Ke Nefesh Amaskalasi, Venechar, Dai Lob Besheva Mitzvos. Really, what a, a an animal, an animal could feed off the plant life. And people, physical people, right, could li- or an, uh, animals could live off plant life, people could live off animals. Ke nefesh amaskelos mibnei nechar dailo b'sheva mitzvos. Umos ha'olam can live off sheva mitzvos b'noach. That's their spiritual nourishment. Ulam nefesh ha'yisraeli mikaro mimakom gavoa chelak Hashem imal. But a Jew's soul, we need more nourishment. We can't just survive with sheva mitzvos. He can't live. That's why the Avos kept Kalatara Kula. They wanted to live fully. And that's why they did, even before the Torah was given. But what was Avram about? 10. Line 10. Avram was the first. He discovered Hashem. What was his Avodah Hashem about? Spreading Torah, spreading monotheism, spreading the belief in God, going out and converting people to this ideology. As the Rambam describes in Ilkhaz Avodas Kochavim, the spiritual parade of Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu was going out and spreading and spreading and setting up an Eishel, Achila, Shtiya, Levaya, setting up everything. That was Avram Avinu. Erev Tafshilin, the Gemara says, is based on a halachic principle called Ho'il. Why am I allowed to cook? On Yantif for Shabbos is a Bizayan. Says the Gemara, you know what? But guess might come. So guess might come. Ho'il umechzi leila archim. Guess might come. And since guess might come, you're not really cooking with tomorrow. Guess might walk in. You're cooking for right now. That knocks it down from a Daraisa to a Durabanan. And that's why the, the rabbis could come up with the Erev Tafshilin, which is the rabbinic halachic mechanism that helps. But what's the root source of, of Erev Tafshilin? The principle that guests might come. Avram Avinu was all about guests. Avram Avinu was all about spreading Torah and breaking down borders and going out. Erev Tafshilin perfectly reflected his avodah his Hashem. Yaakov Avinu, maybe Yitzchak was Mamshech that. Yaakov Avinu was exactly the opposite. Yaakov was the first one, Mitaso Shlema. Yaakov was about putting up borders. Yaakov was about, okay, now we have a nation. Now we have Shifteka. Nobody anymore, has to be sent away. Right? Yitzchak had a Yishmael, Yaakov had an Esav. Now it's Shifteka. Now it's time to make boundaries. Now it's time to insulate, says Yaakov. Right? What is he, What is Yehuda following in his father's footsteps? They go to Goshen. They're separate. Lokein Yaakov, next column. Rosh emitaso shleima ubizaro daisha yu maon merkava lashchina rava hefich ki banav yu nifradim meamim acherim mukbalim bitchum. He was kovei tchumin. He made tchum. What is tchum? Borders. Can't go beyond here. Vezemalitzasam, and that's what Chazal say. Shavuk Avram ki meirivit avshilin lahachnas archim cooking ulakabal gevdachas kafei yashchina. 
Besides the fact that Erev Tavshila means cooking food, which itself is for Orchem. He didn't set up borders. He didn't want to leave anybody out. And he continues. And that, if we could think about it, the balance of life is about trying to succeed. Remember we discussed last last week, I think? Each of us have Avram, Yisak, and Yaakov all in us. Because each of them had all the Midos and they passed it down to us. In life, what we have to do is define the right balance of being like Avram and being like Yaakov. We have to try to go and spread. And we have to try to go and influence. And we have to try to go and be mashpia. But at the same time, we have to know when we have to insulate and focus on within. Focus on our own ruchnias, focus on our own family's ruchnias, focus on our own neighbor's ruchnias. It has to do, the Jewish people as a whole have to strike this balance and each individual. When am I supposed to be like Avraham? When am I supposed to be like Yaakov? Right? And when the perfect balance can be found between the, the mashpia and the ma'amid gvulos. So that is, that's the successful person in Avodah Hashem. When we could strike that, when we could strike that balance. Okay. Last thought for the evening is on the Haftorah. The following thought is from Rabbi Matisio Solomon. Matisio Solomon um, wrote a Mimer Zikaron in uh, memory of Rabbi Isaac Bernstein, who was in England who gave the, the famous Parsha Shi'urim. Uh, so this is printed in the Matnas Chaim on Ma'amorim, and he writes in the, on the bottom that he, gave, he wrote this about, uh, about Rabbi Bernstein. So we know the Haftorah for Parsha Vayishlach is from Ovadia. Right, one of the two times we read an entire Sefer of Navi, um, Yonah on Yom Kippur, and Ovadia, which is only one parak, uh, we read it at the uh, Haftorah for Vayishlach. Why Dafka Ovadia? Ovadia prophesied about Esav. Why was he the Navi to prophesy about Esav? That's a Gemara in Sanhedrin, Daflamites. Ramatio Solomon quotes it at the beginning of source number 11. Ovadia and Esav shares something in common. Esav grew up in a house with two tzaddikim, his father and his brother, Yaakov and Yitzchak, and he was not affected by them. Ovadia also lived at a time surrounded by two Rishayim, Achav and Izevel, and he was not affected by them. They were both not affected by their surroundings. So Yavo Ovadia, that was not affected by his surroundings, Litova, and to come and prophesize about Esav, who was not affected by his surroundings, Lara. That's the Gemara. That's the Gemara in Sanhedrin, Daflamites, the last Omud of the fourth parak in, in Sanhedrin. Says the Manas Chaim, maybe it goes deeper than that. Let's think about this for a minute. The Rambam writes in Ilchaz Deos, in the sixth parak, Derech b'yaso shaladam liyos nimshach b'deosav v'maisav. It's the derech of a person. We are influenced by those around us. Achareyav v'chaveyrav, after my friends, nohei kimina ganche medinaso, and I go like the the people in my country. L'fichach, that's why I have to make shabadur chavra. Sarech adam l'schaber l'tzadikim b'leishevi tzachachamim tamid, k'deshi yilmo b'maseyam. We have to choose our chevra properly. What do you see from the Rambam? Naturally, naturally we are affected by those around us. That's the natural way of things. If we hang out with a certain chevra, we're going to be mushpa from that chevra. 
And if you think about it in that way, so what Esau and Ovadia did was amazing, both in the opposite directions. Ovadia, he was surrounded by these Rishoyim. They killed out all the Nevi'im. And Ovadia held steadfast and he was strong. Unbelievable. And think about Esau. How can you be a Russia with Yaakov and Yitzhak Avinu in your house? I mean, that takes real hard work. He must have worked really hard to be a Russia. Because naturally, he wouldn't have been one. Because naturally, if you're growing up with a father like Yitzhak and a brother like Yaakov, Mr. you'd get a little tzidkus in you. But he worked very hard, and he succeeded in being a Russia. And they both got this midah from their mother. Right? Rivka, Chazal already say. Rivka grew up in the house of Lavan. Suel, where she grew up, they both yarsh in the midah. Right? But in Esav did it. Yaakov, not really. Yaakov had to have it when he was by base Lavan. Right? Tariq Mitzvah Shamarti. But they all got this midah from Rivka. But Esav had it and Ovadia had it. The question though is though, so how did he do it? How did Ovadia do it? How was he able to succeed surrounded by these Rishayim? Or Esav, how was he able to do it? So he says, and again, we're not going to read the whole thing to save time, but he says, look closely at the words of the Rambam that we started off with. When the Rambam says that we are influenced, when we are influenced by those around us, what does the Rambam say? He really says two phrases. Back on line eight. Achareyav v'chaveyrav our friends, Noe Keminog Anche Medinaso, our countrymen. Says the Rambam, your countrymen are the ones that are around you. Your friends might not be there. It's those who you identify with. Those are Reya Vachaverav. So we're naturally affected by our friends and those who I identify with are the people around us. But you know what could save us if we can? If we have to be in an environment that is dangerous, that is not friendly to our spirituality, that might be kemenag anche medinaso. But if we have reim va'achim that we identify with, even if they're not there, that could save us. If we identify with people that I might be out of yeshiva, but I identify with my with the people in yeshiva, I might be on a business trip. But I don't identify with these people. I identify with the people in my community. So then that could save us. Because I know this is not where I physically am is not my identity. Right? We could be above all of those who are around us. Right? And that's how Obadiah survived. He identified with Elio Anavi. He identified with the others that were not physically with him. But they were, they were those who I identify with. And that's why we have to A, Make sure our chaver is strong, but B, even if we're not in the situation at, at a certain moment, Yosef Atzadik, he identified with his father. Right? He saw Demustiokno, and he says, that's what he says, certain people are, are above and beyond. Even if you have a great chaver, some people are like beyond, and he writes that about right? Bursted at the end, there are some people that are just beyond the groups that they're in. They're connected to the, to the higher worlds. They're connected to higher people, and that's what he writes about, uh, about the nifta that he was talking about. But that's the message for us, is to create the chevra and to create the reim and the achim, even if we're not actually with the chevra at that moment. Okay, we'll stop here.
And uh, we will continue next week with Hashem. We'll have Vayeshem. Hashem will have some Minyani Hanukkah as, uh, as well.